Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to Game Masters Under Dark, where three game masters get together to answer your questions about tabletop gaming. Uh, as always, I am Will, uh, one of your game masters and the newest out of the three of us. I'm joined, as always, by uh, Matt R. Matt, how you doing? Doing okay. And with some technical technical difficulties, uh, we have Matt H. Uh, you guys can all see his name now. Um, but for the audio listeners, we'll, we'll keep it we'll keep it out. Um, Matt, uh, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. My technology is not. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but hey, at least you were able to join us. So uh, you know these things happen. Uh, housekeeping, uh, as always, guys. Uh, we appreciate you watching us here on YouTube. And of course, if you're looking just for the audio format, uh, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, uh, we're pretty much everywhere that you can listen to podcasts. Um, if you're looking, you can check the description or the channel banner on our, our page uh, for all the links to get all that. Um, with that being said, you guys ready to go ahead and get started with tonight's, uh, tonight's show? I'm prepared as well as I normally <laughs> i'ma just wing it all right sounds good to me uh so the the topic we're going to discuss tonight is uh problem players and that means different things to different dms also means different things to different players um so we're, we're just going to kind of discuss what we view as uh players that present a type of problem it doesn't mean that like you you know necessarily you're trying to kick them from the game or anything but just something that presents you as a DM and potentially other players with a, a problem that you may not be necessarily ready to handle. Um, one of you guys want to want to start this, or um, you want to go, Matt? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, problem players. Uh, the problem players that I've dealt with have mainly revolved around people that purposely disrupt the narrative that's happening. Um, these are the players where they, you know, the group decides to go out on a mission and then as they're making their way out of town, one of the players just decides to start randomly killing NPCs. Um, because they can or they think it's funny. I've been in a game where uh, a mayor asked to bring in the heads of bandits as proof of killing them, and one of the players had a bright idea of just going around town cutting off people's heads because they thought it would be funny to have their character think that, you know, they were just paying for heads. So that's obviously very disruptive to the narrative that's going on and uh just something that you can tell somebody is doing to purposely try to disrupt and derail the game if it was an honest mistake or they genuinely you know didn't understand what was going on that would have been one thing but the problem players that I've dealt with the most are people that know what they're supposed to do or know what the goal is and then purposely do something 
against the rest of the party and just something to throw a monkey wrench into everyone's day. Okay. Yeah, I can I can definitely see where that's a problem, you know, even though D&D is a lot about choices when you choose to ruin someone's story, you're not you're not nobody's having fun. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's having and, fun. and that's like a big one. Like that's that's a big like almost wor- world record decision <laughs> like you're yeah. killing like npcs that like kind of like mean something and that's something when i've seen like new players just have trouble saying no to it's because like you're you've been sold to this idea as a dm of like oh your players have the freedom to do whatever they want then when you have that pl- problem player and you're a new dm it's hard to say no you can't do that and so sometimes they're just like, uh, okay, roll for it. And you're hoping for a bad roll so they don't do it, but they inevitably succeed. Now the, the whole party has to deal with it. And so like, you got to set boundaries and be like, ha that's funny, man. But no, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. And uh, you know, that's something I'm, I'm slowly learning. I think I've I've gotten a little better about, you know, no. <laughs> I think Matt, you even joked last week where you were like, uh, we were setting up a game and uh, another player wanted to know something. And you, I was like, no, I don't want you guys to know that. And Matt was like, you're coming into your own. And I'm like, well, because it, it makes the story better if you don't know. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, you know, but for the longest time, I would go to you guys, you know, and, hey, what do you guys think about this? And I still do quite a bit, but I've, I've, I've noticed that question far less in our group chat <laughs> because it's kind of like no if i want to do it it's it's my game i'll i'll do it yeah <laughs> yeah um so matt what about you uh, obviously we all agree with that you know wrecking the story um but what about you is there something that you consider something else you consider to be i like, mean problems <laughs> problems for me when a player wants to be a little disruptive when it comes to story I'm talking a little disruptive, not like, let's just kill everybody. And the whole party's like, let's not. (laughs) A little disruptive would be like, uh, they maybe have a specific goal in mind and that nobody else in the party wants to do that, but they're the only person that does. And that said, maybe they're pushy about it. Maybe they're not pushy about it. Uh, They can go either way. Uh, But the way I see that is this this player clearly has a motive for their character. They've thought of this motive from the birth of their character maybe <laughs> and if if I don't play to that in some way and then I I think that um that's just on me so like when I when I have a disruptive player that wants to be disruptive I, I try to turn that problem into like a story thing and it, it's like just a thing I do I know uh calling back to a game that I played years ago a player was a little disruptive because Simply, he wanted to be kind of a bad guy, but everybody else wanted to be heroes, like superheroes. And this guy was like, I'm not that. And it was it made it kind of hard because, yeah, I mean, that kind of hero does exist. Somebody who's not like your stereotypical Superman. <laughs> and But like everybody else was kind of playing it around the Superman identity. And so this guy didn't. And so when it came to like choices, it, it was hard and it made it hard with the group dynamics and stuff. He just didn't want to play that that kind of hero. And I got it. And so what I ended up doing is just making a, a little special story for him 
to just veer him emotionally to the path that everybody else was on. And how I did that was just simply, I created an NPC that he cared about, that he suddenly had feelings for, and that NPC looked out for him the way that he wanted people to look out for him. And it, it just played right into his character to the point where when something happened to that NPC, suddenly he's on the same mind track as everybody else in the party they're like we need to save this and do this thing and he's like of course we do because that person i care about is there and so all i did was just incorporate um his emotions about his character into the game and just just played with it for like a session or two then i realized what his bonds were and i was able to play with that but so like when it comes to like problem characters i try to work with them a lot like sometimes a little bit more than others because others are given the story that they want, whereas others, I have to find that story that they want. And, and that's, that's sometimes kind of hard. You just have to have a conversation with the players or just read them very well, which can be hard. Yeah, no, that definitely, especially if they're not like super engaged right away. I mean, and that's, I mean, that's, that's, we talked about session zero, but like you can also have, those kind of conversations after games and just be like, hey man, I know we talked about how we wanted the first session to go. It went well, I think, but it would seem like your character um, wants something else. Tell me what you want so I can work with you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I know I've, I, I try to make a habit of that. I think I've done that after every game I've done with you guys, whether it was from a pre-written campaign or the one we just started. Um, I'm always like, I think that went well. What do you guys think? And you actually gave me some feedback the other day uh, on it. And you're like, hey, I think you could have done this different. And, you know, part of it was uh, you might still be able to hear you guys know I've been sick for like last week. So it was like, oh, yeah, that was a sick day. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, but but I but I also like accepted that. I was like, you're right. I'm feeling sick. So I wasn't as engaged, but mm -hmm. I appreciated the feedback nonetheless, because without it it's not something i would have been conscious about so yeah I, I definitely think having those conversations after your sessions are just as if not more important than a session zero as important as that is i mean the only other problem players i ever had were like liars <laughs> that just they just lie about their dice and i mean i mean that's that's i feel like that's inevitable when you when you're a dm like you'll face it at least once You'll and you'll know about it at least once. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, and I, I, that you can <laughs> tackle that kind of situation differently from all kinds of ways. Yeah. I think <laughs> I've, been, I've been spoiled because I've started running games digitally. Like I've never done one in person, really. Yeah. So digitally like, makes it, <laughs> digitally like, makes it almost impossible to find out unless you guys all do it on the same software. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. That's the, the lovely thing. I think we talk about it kind of like we've talked about Session Zero. D&D &D Beyond, again, not a sponsor, but like, it's cool because you can see the game log and everyone can see your dice. Yeah. So, you know, there's no lying about it. Like you were saying, it's like, roll, whatever. Oh, I got a, I got a nat 20. Uh, it's not in the chat, so you're going to have to do that again. And <laughs> Yeah, I never thought, I never thought about like, well, because I mean, like, doing a whole, all, entirely digitally is new, but like, I never thought about like, 
definitely enforcing like put in the log otherwise it don't count (laughs) well but like when we had a an add-on that we won't discuss um for that between D Beyond and another piece of software it would just come up as custom role and i told you guys i was like hey if you just like disable that it fixes it but even before we figured that out you guys would be like i don't know why it's this but i rolled you know perception or whatever it was and i just like you were saying as long as we were all honest about what it was yeah that's fine um we can we can deal with it from there um so i I will say my personal uh, problem players are the ones that just don't engage um i I, we talked about this with beyond the uh wild beyond the witch light coming out i'm a i'm a you know i was a theater kid i grew up singing in choirs and stuff so like i'm a I like to act. I like to engage. <laughs> and when you're, when you're trying to engage, whether as a DM or you player to player and somebody's just not meeting you, um, you know, even a little bit, like it seems like they're just kind of there for me. It's it, it, that's the problem for me. It's a problem. Cause it's like, how do you address that? Because if somebody doesn't want to engage, if they don't want to engage, that's different than I'm not sure how to engage. So yeah, I'm figuring out which where where do you fall in that spectrum? If you're a new player, it may be it's more likely to be I'm not sure what to do, but a veteran player might just be like, no, I'm just not feeling it. And then it's like, oh, damn. <laughs> and I think that's sometimes that's like I, I've seen that a lot. Uh, especially I've been like I've played games where the whole entire parties were like. Yeah, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't want to say anything. And I'm like, okay. And then I'll just like take the story from them and like have some NPCs jump in and stuff. But like sometimes it's just like, yeah, I think it's a mixture of both like new players saying, um, I don't know what to do. And then veteran players saying, I don't want to do anything. So it's like suddenly you're st- stuck at the stalemate. <laughs> I've never, and it's always, how I fix that was simply just like, okay, and then something happens because nobody said anything. <laughs> and it could be bad, it could be good, it could, it could go either way. Matt's a lot nicer when it comes to that sort of stuff, because I've straight up told a character to make a new character for <laughs> refusing to engage. Dang. <laughs> I'd Explained the world and I sort of ran it like an old school RPG where it's just like, hey, this is the main quest. Like, this is what your characters are trying to stop. Like, there's going to be a ton of side quests and you can do other stuff, but like, this is the main point of the game. Mm-hmm. And I was very explicit in saying, make a character who wants to stop this thing from happening can have any reason but your character has to have wants to stop this thing that's about to happen that's going to end the world basically so everybody showed up one dude showed up with a chef who refused to leave the town that they were from because he cooked at a shop there and every (laughs) time they had to leave for something to go stop the real big bad thing he said the thing that is a personal pet peeve of mine and something oh. I hate hearing is the, my character wouldn't do that. 
Oh, that's like nails on a chalkboard to me, because what that conveys to me and how I've seen that used is. I basically built an anti-party, anti-story character, so deal with it. That's how I've seen that used. I have seen that phrase weaponized to justify bad player behavior. Yeah, no, I uh, I think I've said it once. And when the three of us, when we were I mean, playing... Like- and, and I've been like, I feel like this is what my character would do, but I try, I try to phrase it like that, where it's like, I think this is what I would do, but if, but if it feels like it hurts the story, I'm like, that's it. I still do it, but maybe I need to find a gentler way about doing it. Or if it, I think if it hurts the story and you feel like you're saying that, that's the problem. But if you say, I feel like my character would do this, you're actively thinking about somebody else because you're role playing, and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. if you're like i'm not going to go do the mission because that's not what my character would do and be like okay the, what is that? <laughs> that's the, that's oh, the game <laughs> yeah i i feel like matt and i have very different opinions on this because mm-hmm. matt you have been very lucky and you haven't had to play with some of the problem players that i've had yes. to deal with because i have played with some really bad people in my time. <laughs> so I'm a little bit harder on people when it comes to stuff like this because I've dealt with it before. And it's one of those things where you have to establish boundaries and nip it in the bud right then and there. Because if you give a problem player an inch, they're going to take another one and then another mm-hmm. one and then another one. And then they're going to ruin your fun. And then they're going to ruin the other characters fun. And then people are going to stop showing up. And then it's going to be you by yourself waiting for everybody to get on a zoom call and nobody shows up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've definitely heard some horror stories from, <laughs> from you. Uh, when, when I'm a jaded before. old man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that being said, though, um, you know, the, those these are all things that to varying degrees, um, like I said, some of the stuff I haven't necessarily had to deal with being new, but um, I'm sure other DMs have even new ones. But I have a very important question that that is something that I don't think I've asked you guys before. Um, it's it's going to kind of be broken down into several parts, but if only one person complains about another player um so say like i was only complaining about one of you or by any one of the order of the three of us like just one person was complaining about that do you consider do you consider that to be a problem player or um as i've kind of i've made some notes here for this does the type of complaint matter and do you consider their out of game relationship when trying to look at if this is a legit complaint like sometimes you might play with people that you don't necessarily get along with. And if somebody does something that you just don't, if that person does something you don't agree with, you might complain just because you don't like them or, you know, you know what I mean? Like th- this is kind of a nuanced question, I think. But Every concern that any player brings to the DM should be a legit concern. Um, and that said, um, the relationship outside of the game 
if you don't think it's a legit concern and you just kind of ignore it, that could that could be very stressful for whoever rose that question. Okay. It is definitely a case by case basis at that point because somebody complaining about somebody being a problem player who is not, they could, the person complaining could be a problem player by yeah. doing that, by basically stirring the pot and creating drama where there really is none. So you really have to look at that on a case by case basis. Like if somebody is like, hey, I don't like the silly voice this character is doing. That's not a justifiable concern. Like it's their character, it's their voice. If they want to do a silly voice, like just let them do a silly voice. It's fine. And but if somebody's concern. like, sorry, <laughs> but if somebody's playing like the cleric of the group and they're the only healer, and they're like, "Hey, I notice every time I go down in combat, like." Bob is just over there using sacred flame while I'm making death saving throws the entire time. But when somebody else goes down, he immediately heals them. Like what's that all about? So that might be something you want to discuss one-on-one -on -one with the other player. Maybe talk to both of them at the same time. Maybe they're just not clicking because there's just a, communication failure on their part and they can smooth it out themselves but it's definitely a case-by-case -case basis because there's a lot of different factors going on when it's one person complaining about one other person and not the whole group doing it yeah and when you address those concerns um like you brought up doing it individually um i think that's great doing it individually when it's like a mechanic thing, like how you were talking about like, or I guess it would be an action thing when you were talking about how uh, like healing people when they're not, when they're not. <laughs> um, you can might maybe talk to one-on-one -on -one with this person be like, hey, do you know um, about these spells <laughs> and what they did and uh, how that could have helped you in the last encounter? Like, just so we can, just so we can like, go over anything that may have been missed or uh, that you don't like realize that you're actually very good at like you could be very good at this specific specific thing where other players are not like there might be something that you could go over maybe something that wasn't talked about in session zero that could be explained a little further um but also there's i i talk about cheating because uh, that's like really the only concern that's ever been brought up to me like somebody else came up to me and was like hey I noticed some so-and-so was cheating. And I was like, well, that's not fun. Let's try to fix that. And the easiest way I fixed it was instead of like having a one-on-one -on -one with the with the person or even singling them out in any way, like in like in front of people or in a chat or whatever. I just said next time we played, I was just like, hey guys, just we're just gonna roll in this box rolling a box rolling a dice tower if you have one and just like that's just how we're gonna roll even myself as a dm though my roles can be secret i'm gonna do it too because that's a faith thing and so and that <laughs> doesn't always work out uh some people will get mad and and in this case it would just happen to be like a whole thing where 
I said, hey, guys, roll in the tower. And then, then somebody was like, somebody's cheating. And it was just like, whoa, that's not what I said. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. So it can backfire. But I mean, like, as a DM, I feel like you're a mediator. And I know sometimes when you first join the hobby, you're like, hey, we're just doing fun game stuff. And then you slowly start to realize, I also have to mediate. <laughs> yeah. And that, that could be difficult. <laughs> Yeah, I, I definitely think um, I've been lucky. Like I have a lot of management experience, like managing people. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I have to utilize these skills uh, for a game that I didn't think I'd have. Like you said, I was like, mm-hmm. you know, Matt, Matt tried to warn me when I first started. Uh, I think this was before I met you. And I was like, it can't be that bad. And then I'm <laughs> like, oh, no. I, I think I even texted him. We were both at work, and I was like, "No, you were right. This is that bad. Oh God, this <laughs> <laughs> is that bad. love." Yeah, and, and I didn't mean it in like a negative way. I think it's like a lot of things in life. When somebody tells you something, you're like, ah, "I can't be that bad," and then it's like, "Oh, dear, uh, to to steal a line from uh, Talladega Nights, dear Lord, maybe Jesus." Uh, right. <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like every every DM is gonna have that 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 it it might not even be a problem but just something where like oh i didn't know playing this fantasy game was going to be me trying to mediate just a debate that's happening it might be a heated debate but i mean like nobody's upset at each other but you're suddenly put in a position where you're like well i have to i have to make the ultimate decision and that could be hard well and uh not to kind of put you on the spot a little bit like that actually happened last night when we were playing where i was like i want to use a spell to do this and somebody was like the spell can't really do that and you they were not wrong yeah they were not wrong (laughs) but it says says this here and then we started to get into a debate on well what is the size of the individual in question and like you eventually were just like you know what man it's it's for role play it's fine let it go and like yeah gone and it was one of those where I never thought that that was going to be a discussion we were going to have to have. <laughs> I mean, I would just was... like to bring it up. It wasn't me, even though I was the mechanics guy. It was a role play thing. <laughs> I was going to let it slide. Yeah. It I mean, me. Will and I are friends. The thing, so the thing is, to get that out there. Well, and, and I didn't know. And being, again, I, I say being new, I've only been playing the game for, for maybe like less mm-hmm. than at this point or a little over a year at this point I, like there's still times where i miss, i misunderstand or i don't read the spell all the way mm-hmm. and that's really genuinely what happened but then when i was like oh i can't i went back and reread it and then that's when i started getting on my little my, right. my pill i was gonna die on <laughs> and when it comes to me as a dm because i don't know everything in the fucking book Oh, look, we got our first one for today, guys. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I felt it. It was was tingling. I I had to get it out, man. (laughs) Um, Anyways, so I don't know every rule in the book. And so when my players say, hey, that's not how that works, I generally like, well, how how does it work? And so once it was explained to me how it works, I was just like, I don't care. <laughs> you can do what you want. <laughs> because I was like, yeah, 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 I don't, it doesn't matter in this case. Like, if it was like a big decision or maybe even something like kind of messed up my game, I'd be like, no. <laughs> but in this case, it was a little thing and I didn't care. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, that's one thing that um, uh, we all, I think we've, we all do, uh, or at least 
If not, I'm telling on myself. But the three of us, when it comes to casting cert spells, if it's a pure role play thing, not like you said, like a big thing, like I don't make you guys use your spell slots. Like because yeah, it's because it's it's a role play thing. And sometimes like last night, um, just for context, I was a fairy trying to pick up a child with mage hand. Like that's funny. Okay. Okay. Uh, I feel like there needs to be more context to that sentence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A child, a child please, please the, will. A child trying to break into the carnival. Uh, we started playing Beyond Wild Beyond the Witch Light last And you were working security. And and you were like, hey, where's your ticket, fool? <laughs> so so okay. um, good. And, and I bring that up just because it's it is really recent, but it is a good example of like like you were saying, like if, if you had told me I couldn't do that, no big deal. I misread the spell. That's my fault. And mm. then when you were, said I could, I was like, all right, cool, like whatever. And then I used Tasha's hideous laughter on his friend who got away from me the first time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, stuff like that where mechanically it's not breaking anything. You know, I, like you said, I think, yeah, whatever, let it go. But not everybody <laughs> plays that way. And if I if if I was at a table where they said no you used a spell slot, you did this. But, all right, res- respect that ruling. That's that's not my game. Yeah, and uh, that's and- something that could be talked about right now is if the players don't respect your ultimate decision, that's a problem player. <laughs> that's yeah. a problem player. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're down the last couple minutes here, but I think that's worth discussing. At the end of the day, like you said, you are the DM. And uh, or like you said, yeah, you're the DM. And there have been times where um, something has come up and I'm like, I don't know if that's how that works. Um, when we did Waterdeep and uh, one of our players, she's a druid and a bunch of damage was done. We were all like, I don't know how that works. And I never run a game with somebody playing a druid like who wild shaped. So I was like, okay, we actually need to figure this out because this could mean player death. And remember, I was like, time out this is a rule that needs to be double checked but if it was a small thing i would have been like no big deal but you guys were all like yeah let's take the time to do this right because like i said this could be somebody re-rolling a character so um you know and at the end of the day when i said like yeah this is how it works even even she was like okay that's fine that's how it works that's how it works you know can't can't change it so um you know but if if the player in question had put up a fight it probably would have been a different conversation but you know yeah i think that's big thing being a problem player don't be that person that argues with the dm even if you think they're wrong even if you know they're wrong in the middle of the game that's not the time to have that discussion mm-hmm. <laughs> wait till yeah wait till after session <laughs> i don't care if lightning bolt is a line spell if i'm the dm and says it's a 50 foot sphere around you and that's how i run it that's how lightning bolt works in the world <laughs> i control the world well i've i've laid the hammer down when i'm the dm i was just i was gonna say if you're gonna make that rule i got a couple spells to change <laughs> um but yeah so i i think that um ultimately when you say problem, I kind of made that a broad thing. Everybody's ideal of what a problem is, is different. Everybody has different solutions. Ultimately, at the end of the day, I think the one thing we've hammered on more than anything, communicate, please. <laughs> and respect each other. Yes. Respect That's the biggest. You all, you all can joke around and have as much fun and like mess with each other and pick fun at each other. But at the end of the day, like 
you should like don't let somebody not do something because you don't like it it's like that person's having fun yeah and i I think that's something we we we've hinted at a lot but we actually haven't come out and said it um so matt's definitely right respect is huge um Mm -hmm. if you can't if you can't respect i don't care if it's your dm your uh your your fellow players whoever it is like you you have to show that 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 respect it's you you expect it you know given to you you have to give it um i you know i I think that's that's the best advice (laughs) best way to show me respect is bring me food so whenever you guys come out to oregon (laughs) i expect (laughs) something (laughs) and i will respectfully eat it I'll uh okay well uh, are we planning a road trip Matt is there something you can tell me <laughs> I'm just hey take a week off of work I'm just hungry <laughs> well um that's that's time guys um this this one was uh I like this topic because um again I know I hit on a lot of things for newer DMs it's probably my bias when I'm looking for questions but I feel like a lot of times they're the ones who have the questions and this is one where um you know don't you might have to be careful like Matt said how you phrase it uh, sometimes no matter how you phrase it somebody's going to get upset um but it's better to address a problem I feel like head on whether it's in a group one-on-one whatever that is I personally feel uh, I don't know how you know I feel just address it because if not it's going to make it's going to make things a lot worse in the long run. And uh, as for those on YouTube, the non-visible Matt said. <laughs> um, the invisible Matt. The non-visible Matt. <laughs> You're not I like that descriptor. <laughs> That's what happens when you talk to somebody who just finished his communications homework. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he's right. You don't, if you don't address it, it can eventually lead to a bigger problem. And then people just not showing up and that's that's not fun we always mm-hmm. want to. um so before we we shut this thing down for for this week you guys have any other thoughts uh or anything else i felt like respect each other was a good thing we can put that on a shirt i mean that's probably trademarked i don't know <laughs> um i don't run lightning bolt the way how i described it I just disclaimer out there disclaimer please don't run lightning bolt like that in your game Error you on will, the side of Raw. People will so, not show up the next game. <laughs> people will not show up. I won't show up. Just kidding. I totally will. I can think of some builds that use that. But I swear to God, you're going to use it in my next game. Yeah, you're I'm going to be like, like, hey, Matt, I have this new idea. Can I run the spell this way? I was going to go Thor with a, with, yeah. a, with a hammer like in a Infinity War. <laughs> I'm, I'm the only person that would let you do that. You know. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, all righty, guys. Well, uh, as always, it's it's been fun talking with you guys, and uh, hopefully you guys listening enjoyed uh, the topic for this week. Um, if you have any questions or anything that you would like answered, you know, you know, leave a comment down below. We'll, we'll take a look at it, and we'll, um, you know, we'll definitely if you know, we'll definitely either make a video out of it or we'll answer. Definitely you. will, because nobody's left a comment yet. Yeah, yeah. We would be so excited. We got one. We got one. I responded <gasps> today. I know. Just tell us. Uh, well, look, there's a lot I haven't told. We haven't had a chance to sit down and look. What secret? Shout them out. Shout them out, Will. Oh God, I don't have the info. I'm so sorry. Uh, can I? Can I do it next week? Will you not be mad? 
Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta do it right now. Me and Matt will make make a not dead air right now. Okay, you, yeah, you guys make not dead air while I look. Okay, oh, no, sorry, MDB. I like Matt, how, how have you solved a problem player issue? Uh, the most extreme way is I've asked somebody not to show up to the group anymore. That's hard. That's that, hard. Yeah, but it there there comes a certain point where. You just got to recognize that some people just yeah. don't click with your group. And if you get to that point where other people are starting starting to threaten to not show up anymore, I mean, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. In those scenarios, I took no pleasure in asking the person not to show up anymore. But sometimes it's just one of those things, you know? Right. I've been lucky to where those problem players have realized – nobody's having fun with me playing and they just left oh and i mean which sucks for me because there was like no closure and so i was like hey hey like i maybe addressed it to them a few times like hey this was happening and then they just left and stopped showing up and i'm like okay well i guess problem solved just not in the nice neat bow (laughs) uh so i found it uh purple jib wakes thank you so much for our very first comment. We appreciate it. It was that's, uh, that's me, bro. Hey, I don't know who this is. <laughs> me. <laughs> Am I our first comment? You really are. I know who our second comment's about to be. Then <laughs> I think I'm just Matt Harrison on YouTube, so it's oh. just going to be super <laughs> obvious. Well, there you go. Liz. Gave you, you like ways. purple purple Jim Wicks. You have been a great fan, and I'm like, dude. <laughs> See, this is what happens. Look, y'all told me to do it. Yeah, I, I'm doing. <laughs> this is what the people came here for. What? What did? Uh, what did that? What did that mega fan say? Matt, uh, congratulations! You, are... you played yourself. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know what? We're gonna leave it on that. We're gonna leave it a mystery. We'll let you guys. Yeah, find y'all can visit the YouTube channel, figure out what I had to say. It's some dumb yeah, stuff. Exactly. Find the comment, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Well, as always, uh, if you enjoyed this, the video or the, the podcast, you know, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, obviously, we check them out, but we don't know who everybody is. Uh, <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, again, if you want the audio version, uh, Spotify, Google, uh, iTunes, we're, we're, we're pretty much everywhere at this point. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Have a good weekend and happy gaming. Peace. See you guys later. Send Matt food. 